Welcome to Generation Mix, episode 11. This is the podcast where a father and a son review the CDs that Dad's been making for the last four years or so. I am the Dad, I'm Neil. I'm the son, I'm Joel. And on this episode, you should have picked up on the musical clue because it was dead easy. This week we are listening to the music of... ABBA! Okay, it is indeed ABBA. Uh, Joel already has a copy of Abba Gold, so there's not going to be a massive amount of their really well-known hits on this one. There'll be a couple just to kind of anchor the CD. So yeah, if you don't know who Abba were, have a word with yourself. Because they were one of the biggest singles and albums acts of the 70s into the early 80s. So they had nine consecutive number one albums, I think it was. Which is a record that's tied with Led Zeppelin. They also had nine UK number one hit singles. So they really did straddle both the singles and albums um, kind of success range in a way that few bands have done since. So let's dive straight in with track one, which is one of their well-known hits. It's S.O.S. Yeah, I know you like this one. This was actually one of your favourite songs for quite a while, which is why I kicked off the CD with it. I thought it'd be a good in point for you. Yeah, it came from the ABBA album. So this was a self-titled album just called ABBA. It contains Mamma Mia and lots of other great tracks. I think we're going to be looking at a few more as we go through. Yeah. But you like SOS, I, I do as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I think it's a good one. So after a massive hit single, we're going to listen to something that's more of a album deep cut from Arrival, which I think is possibly their best album. And this track is called Tiger. So that's Tiger from Arrival. It's kind of meh. What do you mean it's meh? I don't particularly enjoy it. I like that song. I like the lyrics in it. The whole thing about I'm a tiger and I'll find you. And it's a bit stalky, actually. I like it. <laughs> ah, well, maybe you'll uh, fall head over heels in love with the next one. Yeah. 
That was Head Over Heels from the album The Visitors. Yeah, it was best. It was definitely better than the last one, but it not the great. I like the climb up in the, that leads to the chorus and that 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 steady with no sense of hesitation. She keeps falling head over heels. I like the rhythm of that. I think it's quite unusual in a song to have such a steady single beat rhythm like that. I guess you do. You do realize people actually listen to this to hear your opinions, not mine. Well, so I, make it's, some. <laughs> I'm not, uh, it's not like I, I, I definitely didn't fall head over heels for it. Yes, yeah, so you're playing the oh, same no. the same pun I made earlier, which you missed. I heard it. Yeah. Nah, it's better. It was better than the last one. Quick word about head over heels. So this was Abba's first flop single for. Gosh, must have been about seven years. So every single they released in the UK was a top 10 hit, I think, up until they released One of Us, which was number three. Then the follow-up single, which was this, Head Over Heels, fell outside the top 20, and all of a sudden it started to look like this all-conquering ABBA weren't going to be conquering anymore. So it's quite a, a bittersweet song, in a way, I suppose, for the band. So let's move on by going back to the same album that SOS came from, this song was a massive hit in uh, Australia, but kind of missed out in the UK. And it's I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. But this was used in the film Mamma Mia, so I thought you already knew it before I did this CD. I, I didn't know it was in Mamma Mia. Well, it's at the wedding scene. Why do you think it's at the wedding scene? The side oh, I do, I yes. do, I do, I do, I do. <sighs> that makes more sense. Well, our next track, and we're cracking through these because you're really not making much in the way of comments. This is almost as dull for people as the uh, Alan Walker one must have been. So, in 1977, they released an album called ABBA The Album, which is not to be confused with the album that they called ABBA. And this was kind of part soundtrack of their live concerts, as well as being a whole album of new material. And it's got some lovely tracks on. And this one is called Eagle.
Okay, that one. That was kind of. That was better. It, it was better. I, it's not as good as SOS, but it was better than the other three we've had. I can understand why you like that because there was a slightly, actually, Alan Walker-ish vibe to it, really. Not really Alan Walker-ish. It, it was. was. It was more modern. It was, yeah, electronica. That's the kind of thing you listen to. Yeah. Um, now, the next track was a single that came after their final album. It was successful in Europe, but flopped in the UK and pretty much heralded the end of ABBA. I think they might have carried on, despite the fact that this time they had two divorces amongst the band. They may well have carried on if they th this song had been a hit, because they would have still been relevant. I felt they, they, I think they got the feeling that they were no longer relevant. And it's the day before you came. It's quite a sophisticated song, and I actually thoroughly understand why it wasn't a hit. There's, there's a lot in it, and it doesn't contain a chorus, really. But it's a very classy song, and it's a shame that they weren't doing more after this. Although the two writers, Benny and Bjorn, went on to co-write the musical Chess uh, with Tim Rice, and so they'd clearly kind of started to head in that direction of more narrative story songs like The Day Before You Came. So let's whip way, way back to a couple of tracks that both come from the album ABBA, the one that came out in 1975. The first one was a real flop of a single and it's so long. So that was so long. I really like that one actually. It's kind of yeah, it's boppy. Up, it's peppy. it's in the field of what's known as bubblegum pop, and that was quite a lot of early ABBA was that style of music, and it was around the Arrival album that they moved out of it a little bit and then became much more sophisticated pop. But I like so long, but it was a complete flop over here. It was then followed up by the next track, which was a smash. No, it wasn't followed up. That was then followed by SOS, which we heard earlier. 
which in its turn was followed by the next track, which is a number one smash hit single, and I know you will love this song. Well, you obviously haven't read the sleeve that I make for these, have you? Oh, I haven't read it in a while. Yeah, it's Mamma Mia. And? Yes, it is a good song. Well, obviously... Not as you... good as SOS, but then again... It's I think SOS. it's better than SOS. Far it's better SOS. than that. It's SOS, though. No, I think, I think it's better than SOS. And obviously you got this already on Abba Gold as well. So it was another anchor point to try and get you into the album a little bit, which has had limited success, I have to say, at the moment. So Mamma Mia, massive, great, big, huge number one hit. And was actually their second because they uh, had already hit number one with Waterloo from Eurovision. So interesting to think that they, they hit number one with, Euro with Waterloo and then had failure singles and then eventually were back again with SOS and Mamma Mia. We now come to what I think is my favourite ABBA track possibly of all of them and it's an album cut from Super Trooper it was used in the film Mamma Mia and is actually it's quite nicely done in Mamma Mia but you you know this one as well this is our last summer the summer air was soft and warm the feeling right the Paris night it is best to please us and strolling down the So why, what's changed if you used to like it? I just find it a bit boring now. It's not boring. It's a, Again, it's another story song. There's a tale being told in this. Yeah. So it's probably my favourite ABBA track. Uh, I think it's in my top 100 songs of all time. In fact, I know it's in my top 100 songs of all time and it has actually stayed there for the last 10 years. So we're going to dive into the Waterloo album, which was actually ABBA's second album. And a song again... From Mamma Mia, the film, which again, I know you really like, and it's Honey Honey. 
That was my least favourite song in the film. What? It's it's well, it's the best. No. Well, it's not the best song in the film, but it's probably the best sequence in the film where she's reading her mother's diary about who might be her dad. So, I just don't particularly like it. 1977's Abba the Album contained quite a few hit singles. This was another album cut from it. One Man, One Woman. Then slam the door Like you've done many times before And I cry Well, it's on it's our middle track, so in theory, it's this is the heart of the album. There's a lot of there's a lot of tracks from albums at this point onwards in Abba's career that are bittersweet at best, and often are categorising or, or cataloguing marriage breakdowns, because that was basically what was happening in the band at this time. So let's go back to a happier time when there was love in the band with a track that they originally submitted as a Eurovision entry in 1973, but but didn't get picked to represent Sweden. Um, They they did get picked in 74, which will be history. But this track was unsuccessful in the selection process. And actually, we could have had ABBA a bit sooner, but in some ways, I'm quite glad they didn't. They didn't have this in the Eurovision because they may have then disappeared. And it's ring, ring. You seem to quite like the bubblegum pop stuff that they've been doing. That could have been a Eurovision entry back in 73, but thankfully it wasn't because what they did end up winning Eurovision was far better. And that was a bit... Um... Meh. Yeah, well, no, no, it's a, it's a decent song. The English translation lyrics were done by Neil Sedaka, who was a, a well-known songwriter and artist back then. But I'm glad that they didn't... That wasn't the Eurovision entry because I think Abba would have sunk without a trace after that because their real winner is such a good song. We're revisiting the Arrival album, which, again, I think I said earlier, I think it's probably my favourite Abba album. And it's one of their very, very best Abba vocals, particularly in the chorus, My Love, My Life. Was it a dream? 
Hooray, you like a slow one. That's a that moment in the chorus where whichever one of the two women is singing, I think it's Agneta, hits that high note and goes into her head voice. It's just absolutely beautiful. It's a really it's probably the best ABBA vocal that um that's certainly on this CD, if not in their career. It's a fantastic song. But we are going to go now to their bursting onto the world stage with a song that I know you adore, Waterloo. Song. Your favourite ABBA song. Is this so much so that it's in your top 100 songs of all time? Probably just about. Just about for your favourite yeah. Not Not maybe top well, 50? No. Oh. I to feed you wonderful. Waterloo could escape. Yeah. I, I, getting... I used to know the first half of the song off by Harks I did at Stagecoach. Did you? Yes. It was just that one... Like, oh, okay. you know, we did that compilation of songs that one year. The next oh, okay. year we did another one, but we didn't perform it. Oh, and right. Waterloo was on it. Well, I, I think Waterloo is basically a perfect pop song, actually. It is. And I, you know, I like Bucks Fizz. But I think it is the best ever Eurovision winner by a country mile. And I know I'm not alone in that. It stood the test of time. It still gets played. It's still loved. It's still listened to. Still sells bucket loads. Waterloo is brilliant. Yeah. I think, based on a recent listen through to the album of Arrival, I'm going to get some negative feedback on the next song from you, Joel. And it's something that... We're not playing it. <laughs> it's something that I do on a regular basis. Everybody scream when I kiss the teacher, and they must have thought that we agree. When I kiss the teacher, all my friends at school, they had never seen the teacher blush. She looked like a fool. 
Why am I weird? That cut through, whatever. Well, what does your mum do for a living? She's a teacher, but... Yeah, when I kiss the teacher, I do it fairly regularly. I love your mummy. <laughs> so, it sounded so weird. And it's also an awful song. It's not that bad. It's awful. It's the worst song on the album ever. What, what is wrong with it? It it's just you... really weird and awful. Does it make you feel uncomfortable thinking about somebody going and kissing their teacher, Joel? Yes! Well, I, I think we'd better move away from the teacher onto a far more sinister character that Abba sang about. And this track is from the Super Trooper album. And it's The Piper. Piper from Super Trooper. Yeah, it's okay. I don't think... It started off really... I, I really enjoyed like the intro, but mm. after that, it kind of went downhill. It does... The, the chorus and the verse don't seem to quite match, do they? No. They, they feel different. Yeah. There's... I can't... I don't think I liked this song when I was your age. And I remember your Auntie Sarah having the Super Trooper album. I was probably younger, actually. Because there's something a little bit sinister about the song, almost like it's about the Pied Piper of Hamlin, and that's a horrible story. Yeah, he like gets away all of the rats. Yeah. And then they don't pay him, so he takes away all the kids. I know, that's a horrible, horrible story, and I can't help thinking that was what was in my mind when I think of the Piper. It may be what's intended to be thought of, actually, but it's a little bit sinister, which you don't really ex uh, kind of associate with happy old Abba, even when they're writing songs about divorces. Their final album came out in 1981, was called The Visitors. And this is an absolutely gorgeous song from this album, which was again used in Mamma Mia. I'll tell you a little bit about the story on it when we've listened to a bit. Slipping Through My Fingers. I'm, kind of soft and... I'm glad. There's a real melancholy in that song. So do you know what the song's about? No. 
So Bjorn and Agnetha had by now been divorced a couple of years, but they did have a kid. And in Sweden, you go to school when you're seven. And this song is about their daughter going to school for the first time and how the years have just flown by and that time is slipping through their fingers. And I think you get a different feel on the song when you're a parent. Because we had that feeling when you went to school for the first time in September, gosh, 2011, I think it was, when you were four, about to turn five, so 2012. Um, yeah, and, and there's a melancholy kind of thing of like, oh, they've grown up a bit and they're going to keep growing up. And those days are, those days are gone. Gosh, I'm, I'm getting myself all misty-eyed. Probably my second favourite ABBA song, actually, that one. The next one was a stomping hit. We could have included a cover version on when we did Erasure, because it's Take a Chance on Me. If you change your mind, take a chance. I'm the first in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Gonna be around. If you got no place to go, when you're feeling down. If you're all alone, That was our musical clue this week. Dead easy, wasn't it? Yeah. And you do take a chance on me. It's just great pop. Yeah. That's all there is to say about it. The next track we've listened to on uh, Daddy's introduction before. This is the original version of a cover version we heard done by Mike Oldfield, and it's the title track is of it? Arrival. Did you recognise it from the Mike Oldfield one as well? Yeah, probably. So yeah, Mike Oldfield covered this and had a minor hit single with it. It was the closing track on their album when they released Arrival. And it's an instrumental. There was, there's only R's in it in terms of vocals. I think it's the last instrumental ABBA commercially released, actually. Because they did the occasional ones on their previous albums. We're going to come up to our penultimate track now which is returning us to their final album The Visitors uh, again this found its way into Mamma Mia and it's When All Is Said and Done
Because it allows, because I like tapping stuff out on my fingers, so right. I, I like that one. Oh, you 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 tap your fingers like you would tap your toes to a song. Okay. Yeah. It was about Benny and Frida's divorce. This one, written by Bjorn they as he really was watching. Liked divorces. Well, they liked marriages. It's an interesting story, Abba. So I think Bjorn and Agnetha were married before the band hit the big time. They got divorced in 1979, just as Benny and Frida were getting married. And their marriage only lasted a couple of years before they also got divorced. And then yet they still considered carrying on as a band, despite the fact there were two divorces in there. There are other bands who've done that. So I was listening to a podcast called McCartney and Gold the other day, and they were listening to Rumours by Fleetwood Mac, which is an absolutely fantastic album, Joel, and you've got a copy of. And that album was recorded under similar circumstances. Not that. But yeah, they, they, they had two relationships within the band that broke up while that album was recorded. So there was a divorce, there was a, a split between two others, and there was also the fifth member of the band was splitting from his wife. And they made a piece of art, because Rumours is an incredible album. And if you, I just recommend if you like listening to um, music podcasts, have a listen to McCartney and Goal. It's quite good fun. Our final track, and it's from the Waterloo album, and it's Hasta It's okay, actually. It wasn't a great track for me to finish the album with, I have to admit. I, I kind of agree with that. I like it. I think listening to it, it's interesting to think that they nick lyrics from Vera Lynn. <laughs> don't Know Where, Don't Know When. That's from um, We'll Meet Again, isn't it? Yeah. The old wartime song. And it, every we time I hear it, I think of it. Yes, again. that one. Don't know. Well, well, that concludes our run through of Daddy's introduction to ABBA. What do you think of it overall? It's good, but there are definitely some low points. So if you were listening to this again, I suppose you'd skip When I Kissed the Teacher. Definitely. There's nothing wrong with that song. It's a good song. So now it's time for our regular feature, which is... Joel's Revenge, a.k.a. My Turn. Okay, what have you got for me? I've got Your New Boyfriend by Wilbur Sup. He's in your bed, I'm in your Twitch chat. I've got the key and he's just a doormat. Even though he's got social skills, that doesn't mean I can't pay the bills. Anyway, make the most of him, she moves on pretty bloody quick, oh. Did you like it? That was Wilbur's 
Will Vassert, your new boyfriend? It's... Oh, it's just teen angst, quite frankly. Is it better or worse than the other YouTuber songs we've had? Worse. I, I quite liked that one. Uh, the, yeah, but the, YouTube uh, culture was good. YouTube yeah, the YouTube culture is a very clever song. That's teen no. angst. What about We Are Young? Life oh, is oh gosh, no, that's awful. Yeah. Rich is better. Did that, you like it? That one's slightly better because I, I quite like the punk aesthetic to it. You were smiling when you were watching the video. That doesn't... I can see how you can say just like I low s- meh. Yeah, and I also smile when we're watching Bad Singers on The Masked Singer. So... <laughs> yeah, but you were laughing. At, what, at one point you sniggered. I, I, I do not believe I sniggered. You sniggered at the Disney World I may, line. I may have <laughs> smirked, but I didn't snigger. No, you sniggered. You went at the Disney World line and his face. Nothing was, was not allowed in Disney World. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was... You know what it was, Joel? Don't meh. say it. It was meh. You were laughing, so you've got to say it's better than meh. Well, that concludes our run-through of the latest Daddy's Introduction to and completes episode 11 of Generation Mix. We will be back in about a fortnight. In the meantime, tell people about the podcast. Uh, We're available on Apple and Google and wherever you get your podcasts, really, including Amazon. I also have a YouTube channel called Pock and Rop where I talk about music stuff, so head on over there if you'd like to. It'd be great to have some people move from audio to video. And if you come from there, from the video to audio, it's great that you're listening to this now as well. So listen out at the end for our clue as to what the next Daddy's Introduction CD will be and our next episode of Generation Mix. But until then, this is Generation Mix signing off. Bye!